What if you wake up tomorrow morning and the world looks brighter? Your smile feels more genuine. Listening to what your body needs to feel nurtured and cared for feels more natural. Your day feels easier, gentler, and more peaceful. The time you spend with others feels more authentic. You lay your head down on your pillow and fall asleep reflecting on all that you're grateful for. How would experiencing shifts like this impact your life? How do you think it would impact the world if others experienced shifts like this too? Welcome to the Love Empowered Podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Power, your guide to living a love-empowered life, the mother of three physical, slobby as can be, but loving and crazy affectionate boys, and author of the upcoming self-empowerment book for teens, Love Empowered You, Discover Your 11 Inner Superpowers, and I'm thrilled you're here. In this podcast, I share insights and tools that will empower you to release the self-image you've formed based on what society has been telling you will make you beautiful, whole, and worthy, and allow in the source of wisdom that wants you to see yourself in a whole new way. And be sure to stick around to the end of this episode and everyone, because I invite you to join me for a short heart-centering meditation that will support you, connect your heart energy to mine, and create a positive ripple effect in the world. So what does Love Empowered mean? Simply, to be empowered by love, but not just any love, divine love, the kind of love that will help you see and relate to yourself, others, and the world around you in a more supportive, more authentic way. Do you want to know what happens as you become love-empowered? You fall more deeply in love with yourself and your life, the key to experiencing true health and happiness. Welcome to the Love Empowered Podcast. I'm Pamela, and I am thrilled you're here. I, as usual, have a question for you. Do you ever wonder why deep down you don't feel as happy as you think you should, considering that you really do try to do the right things to support your health and happiness? In the last episode, I talked about how creating an inside-out approach to healthy living that's supported by a sense of beauty and worthiness that comes from within us will help us create the internal motivation that will make healthy living feel easier, sustainable, and more importantly, enjoyable. In today's episode, I'd like to take a deeper look at the promise that the healthier you are, the happier you become. If this is true, why is it that even though people are putting more energy into living a healthier lifestyle, so many people are still struggling to feel happy? I believe society's guidelines for living a healthy lifestyle focus on a one-pronged approach that is insufficient and does not take into consideration what it is that will bring us happiness. 
If you were a mom, I'm guessing motherhood opened you up in so many ways too. Becoming a mother is incredible. I used to tell my family that I couldn't imagine loving another child as much as I did my firstborn. But then I had my second son, and it was as though my heart stretched open wider in order to fit the same amount of love for him that I had for my first. And then I had another baby, and my heart got even bigger. What happened, though, was that the amount of love I stored in my heart for myself got smaller and smaller. I understand now it wasn't because my heart met its capacity. It was because, growing up, I believed that mothers were supposed to give all their love to their families, so I didn't love myself the way that I love them. My idea of loving myself was to maintain my commitment to honor my body. That was my self-care. So regardless of how much or how little energy I had, where I was in my monthly cycle, how much sleep I got the night before, or what kind of emotions I was feeling, I stuck to my normal routine of working out hard and eating my clean, small meals throughout the day. What I first started to notice that made me begin to understand that my normal self-care routine wasn't enough to support myself the way that I needed it to was how long it started to take me to recover after a workout. I'd walk out of my boot camp, spin, hit, or whatever other high-intensity workout class I took, feeling beyond drained. And no matter how much I tried to support myself with the most nutrient-rich food afterward, it wouldn't help. Not only would my energy be in the toilet, I'd feel irritated and mentally foggy. And being irritated and unable to think clearly when you have three little boys who are constantly wrestling and making a mess of everything they come into contact with were not the ingredients I needed to stay calm amidst the chaos. And like most people today, I didn't grow up learning how to support my mental, emotional, and energetic well-being. I'd try to be patient, but inside I'd feel my patience level growing thinner and thinner. And then eventually I'd lose it and start yelling my head off. And I've never admitted this before, but the problem was that yelling would help relieve some of the pressure that would build up in my chest when I would try over and over to redirect my boys and they just keep on doing what they were doing. And when I did finally lose it was when they'd actually listen. It was a double whammy of negative reinforcement. The problem was that it made me feel like a horrible mother. Yelling at them was not in alignment with the loving, patient, fulfilled mother I envisioned myself being. So whatever relief I felt inside from that momentary release got filled right back up again with guilt and shame. When my boys would screw up, I loved them enough to listen and try to understand what it was that triggered them. And I always forgave them, but I did not do this for myself. So despite my best efforts to feel like my healthiest, happiest self, I'd end up carrying the weight of those emotions around with me for the rest of the day. And I'd go to bed regretting how much happiness I missed out on the rest of the day. Something else that was influenced how I'd feel and show up each day was my empathic nature 
In case you don't know what an empath is, it's someone who feels the emotions and energy of those around them. And I'm not just a little emotionally empathic, I'm a lot. But I didn't know this at the time or how it was impacting me, much less how to manage it. So on days where things were going smoothly, I often still felt agitated and not nearly as happy as I wanted to be. Even though I often went to bed completely spent, most mornings I'd wake up with good intentions and a positive attitude, but I had no real understanding of what to do to set myself up for a calmer, more enjoyable day. Not only that, there were days that I'd wake up with what felt like a hangover, except the only thing I had too much of were the swirling thoughts and worries and insecurities that often come along with parenthood, marriage, and my unresolved childhood wounds that revisited me when I became a mother that I had no idea how to heal. Eventually, my lack of knowing how to support my emotions, my mood, and my energy started to impact my physical well-being. My hormones ended up completely out of whack, to my husband's dismay. My adrenals were shot, which took the joy out of working out for me, and I ended up with a gut condition. For a while, I questioned which came first. Was it because I wasn't properly supporting my physical health that my mental, emotional, energetic, and relational or social well-being was suffering, or was it the other way around? I eventually realized that there's no correct answer because both explanations are true. I learned the hard way that no aspect of our health is mutually exclusive. We can't compartmentalize our physical health from the other aspects of our health, even though that's what we've been taught to focus on for so long. The reality is that all the different aspects of our health are related, and they work in a synergistic manner. And understanding this will better equip us to create greater harmony within our system. I started putting these pieces together, but it was after my first taste of meditation when my vision of what a more expansive, more effective approach to living a healthy lifestyle looks like. Everyone who knows me knows that I am a total wimp in the cold. I cannot stand being cold. My family and I were at a ski resort in the mountains for the weekend when I saw the sign for a group meditation class. My mom came with me. We walked into a dark room that looked like a storage room. When the instructor got there, he announced that the heater was broken. So there we sat in this dark, freezing cold room where we were being expected to relax. Because it was dark, I figured I could sneak out once the class got started because I could not imagine how in the world I'd be able to find a comfortable position while sitting on cold metal chairs and find a sense of calm while my body was shivering. But to my surprise, I did. When I walked back to my room, I was blown away by the fact that I didn't just make it through the whole class, but that The experience of connecting to my internal world, to my inner world, softened the discomfort that I had been experiencing in my external world. I didn't just relax. 
I felt a sense of peace I had never felt before. Not only that, but the visualization directed us to look at our reflection in a pond. What I saw was a more whole version of myself, smiling. And I realized that what had created the hole in my heart, what had been missing, was a connection to my spirit, to the loving, carefree, joyful, fulfilled me. The one I envisioned when I was a girl, when I was a teenager, when I was a woman, and when I became a mother. When I got home, I grabbed my journal and I doodled a picture of what I call the Love Empowered Wellness Wheel. It works like a water wheel. There are several buckets that form a wheel. Each one gets filled with water, and in unison, they spin. I see each bucket on the water wheel representing our emotional, mental, physical, social, energetic, and spiritual health. And filling each one of our buckets with attention and care will create the balance we need to experience greater ease and flow. I want to share what this looks like for me to give you some ideas for how you can better support your whole health and happiness. I've incorporated a morning meditation practice that supports every aspect of my well-being into my day. I practice mindfulness because it helps me be more patient, calm, and present throughout my day. I've learned how to use my breath as a tool to support my nervous system, my adrenals, my hormones, and my gut issues. I practice clearing my emotional energy, which helps boost my mood and allows me to feel like a more authentic version of me. I spend time in nature. I practice positive self-talk and so much more. In season two, I'll be delving into more details about all of these practices so that you can start incorporating practices like these into your life too. And feel free to comment or email me if there are specific things that you'd like to know more about. What's been particularly supportive, though, is learning how to better love myself. What this looks like for me is replacing my self-sabotaging thoughts with more loving ones. It's been letting go of my conditioned beliefs and embracing the idea that even though I'm a mother, I still matter. It's been listening to what my body really wants and really needs and then choosing my physical activity accordingly. I pay closer attention to where I am in my cycle and offer myself the space to give myself a little extra self-care and compassion when my emotions are more raw and sensitive. And maybe the most powerful of all, has been allowing myself the freedom to do the things that light me up inside and setting some boundaries in order to better honor what it is that I need and what it is that makes me happy. Since I started doing these things, not only have I healed so many of my physical, mental, emotional, social, and energetic issues, I truly feel so much happier. And now I'd like to circle back to the water wheel. What are all the spokes of a water wheel connected to that directs the energy from the spinning wheel into a usable form of power? Do you know? 
it's the axle. In the next episode, I reveal what I drew in the center of the Love Empowered Wellness Wheel that is the most essential component of all. It's a source of power that's been missing, not just from our lifestyle, but from our awareness for so long. And it's something we can draw upon to fill all of our buckets and empower us to create the kind of inner world that will radiate true health and happiness in our outer world. Again, my friend, I'd love for you to join me for our weekly heart-centering meditation. Focus your attention on the area of your heart. Imagine that your breath is flowing in and out of your heart or chest area. Breathing a little slower and a little deeper than usual. Just find an easy rhythm that's comfortable. Now, imagine that in the center of your heart is a pink rose, the symbol for divine love. As you continue this heart-focused breathing, imagine your breath is giving life to this rose, the essence of divine love that exists within you and for you, that is you. Now imagine that your breath is opening the petals of this rose. As the petals open, allow the energy of divine love to flow through your whole body. And now I invite you to radiate this powerful, loving energy beyond your body into the space around you. You may want to send it to a certain person who you know it would support, to a specific situation going on in the world, or imagine it rippling outward until it surrounds our beautiful Mother Earth, bringing the essence of divine love to all.
Hmm. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it so that together we can bring more love into the world.